Hi everyone, so for today we are going to discuss the next method in teaching grammar here in teaching and assessment of grammar or EL 104 and for today the topic will be methods of teaching grammar in terms of situational context. So the learning outcome of this topic is by the end of this module the students shall be able to describe comprehensively grammar in situational context in teaching grammar so meaning to say we are going to use generative situation in terms of teaching grammar what is generative situation it is a situation which the teacher sets up in the lesson in order to generate several example sentences of a structure again who will generate situation the teacher so the teacher will come up with a certain situation anything any situation then from this situation the students will generate several examples unconsciously on the part of the students when generating examples they are learning on how to use grammar in a right way or effectively with the guidance also and with the help of the teacher so um, before we proceed with the different steps on how to use generative situation in teaching grammar based on your modules there are advantages and disadvantages of using generative situation in terms of teaching grammar let's proceed first to the advantages it says here that a situational context permits presentation of a wide range of language items the situation serves as a means of contextualizing the language and this helps clarify its meaning at the same time the generated examples provide the learners with data for induction of the rules of form students can be involved in the development of the presentation as well as in solving the grammar problem this makes it less dry than a traditional grammar explanation moreover the situation if well chosen is likely to be more memorable than a simple explanation all of these factors suggest that this approach rates high in terms of efficacy okay let's go back to um, the other methods of teaching grammar basically in deductive method by in deductive method you are just um, giving out the rules the concepts the definitions of a certain thing then after you give the definitions you provide also examples and then the students will follow they will be providing examples based on the concept or definition or rules right and that is in deductive well in generative situation as it is being said in the advantage in the advantages one of the advantages is that it is um it makes it less dry than traditional grammar explanation why because you are not just plainly explaining the rules you are not just uh, plainly explaining the concepts or um, the meaning of a certain um, concept rather you are taking them into another level like you are making 
a situation. Any situation, it could be based on your imagination or a situation that happened in real life. And then based on that certain situation, it should be contextualized. Meaning to say, um, when we say contextualized, students can relate on the given examples or on the given situation. Diba? I keep on saying when you are giving examples, it should be contextualized. It should be based on your it could be on your experience or something that everyone can relate it to that one. So, um, let's go back to that one. So, the teacher will be providing a certain situation. Again, it could be based on her imagination or based on what happened in real life that he or she must make sure that students can relate to that certain situation. So, after giving a situation, Students now will be giving out their ideas, will be generating several ideas based on the given situation. For example, would you agree if um, we will be legalizing same-sex marriage in the, in the Philippines? So with that, the teacher will elaborate that one and then students will clearly um, be giving their own ideas whether they will support that or nope. So, by generating their several ideas, by speaking, by means of speaking as part of one of the macro skills, they are also, or I mean, you as a teacher are also teaching them on how to um, pronounce English words correctly, not only that, on how to um, use um, words correctly in terms of grammar you can also check out whether they are using correct grammar or no diba? so because um, you as a teacher you are responsible in facilitating the generative situation that could be a disadvantage kasi if for example, you use generative situation. You generate a certain situation and then students will give examples. But then the teacher, if you as a teacher will not focus on the examples that they are giving out or if you will not be focusing on the pronunciation, kahit mali-mali na okay lang sa'yo, you are not focusing on the grammar. So, Basically, it will be a disadvantage because you will not target the main point why you are using um, generative situation. Yun yung pinaka keyword why we are using generative situation. Another one. Um, so that is an advantage. Another one it says here that it is more memorable than simple explanation. That is correct, right? So by having a certain situation and students will be able to practice immediately, apply immediately the um, uh, by using English words or English language rather, um, it is more memorable to them because it, they keep on practicing they keep on practicing on how to speak English language or they keep on practicing on how to use grammar effectively it is more on application rather than just simple explanation about the rules and then um, that's just it 
so it is more memorable because students are able to apply. Next, how about the disadvantage naman of generative grammar situation? If students are in the wrong mindset, they are unlikely to do the kind of cognitive work involved in the induction of grammar rules. Meaning to say, I mean, teacher should really motivate students to come up with different examples. So, um, it's up to the teacher on how he or she will do that one through different strategies, such as by giving plus points to those who will be um, participating, to those who will recite, so with that, the teacher is encouraging the students to participate. Because if they have the wrong mindset, ayoko mag-recite, maraganon, or ayoko mag-participate. Meaning to say, it will be a disadvantage. Kasi you will not know um, what went wrong in terms of using a grammar. Next. Um, this kind of presentation also takes more time than an explanation. Again, it is more time-consuming rather than in deductive methods, right? Because <clears throat> in deductive, you just give rules and then examples, and students will also give examples. For this one, you will let them provide their own examples or their own um, explanation through a certain situation. Meaning to say, you will let them think for quite a while. So it takes more time. Because they can give them an immediately, diba? certain example they need to think well time spent on presenting language is inevitably at the expense of language practice and it is arguable that what most students need is not the presentation of rules but opportunities to practice them as i have mentioned it is more on application rather than just presenting rules Thus, the generative situation loses points in terms of its economy, and it also requires a resource teacher who not only is able to conjure up situations that generate several structurally identical sentences, but who has also the means and the time to prepare the necessary visual aid. So it is very important for the teacher to be prepared when using this um, generative situation um, method or situational context because um, you need to prepare for the situation that you will be using. You need to prepare on how the students will react to the situation. You need to prepare on what you are going to do on the certain situation to facilitate and you are also going to prepare on how you will guide the students to be able to um, uh, provide correct examples with proper pronunciation, enunciation, and also in terms of using grammar. Meaning to say you should be keen observer on this one too. You should be a good listener for you to point out the mistakes that your students are um, able to uh, give. So, those are the disadvantages of using um, grammar in situational context.
So, I have here an example, diba? based on your modules, there are five steps on how to do generative situation. So, step one, by means of a picture on the board, imagine a certain picture on the board, it could be a drawing, photo, or picture cut from a magazine. The teacher introduces a character she calls Andy. She draws a rough map of Australia, placing next to it a picture of a four-wheel drive vehicle. She lists ideas as how to as how these pictures are connected, establishing the situation that Andy has decided to drive across the Australian desert from east to the west. She elicits the sort of preparations a person would need to make for such a journey. Students suggest, for example, that Andy would need a map, a spare wheel, lots of water, a traveling companion, food a first aid kit, and so on. The teacher selects some of these ideas and then writes them in a column on the board. And one or two ideas of her own to do this kind of journey, you should. So here are some examples that, is, that the teacher uh, has written on the board. Take a map, take water, not travel alone, advise the police, not travel in the wet season. So step two, the teacher after that one, after the teacher will be placing picture and then different, um, aside from the picture or drawing of Andy, another picture could be the four-wheel drive vehicle, mag- uh, map, and then others. The teacher now will be asking questions to generate examples and then students will be suggesting also that Andy will be needing several materials but so the teacher will be writing that one. Then step two, the teacher then explains that Andy made no preparations. He didn't take a map. He didn't take a water. He traveled alone and the others. She asks the students to imagine what happened. So they need imagination on the part of the students. Using their ideas as well as her own, she constructs the following story. So here it is. Andy sets off, got lost, got very thirsty, sets off in search for of help, leaving his vehicle behind, got trapped by sudden floodwaters and others. The police set out in search of him but couldn't find him because he had abandoned his vehicle and left no note. The teacher checks these facts by asking one or two students to recount them. So. After providing is that um, situation, following week, uh, I mean step three, the teacher asked the class, "Well, what do you think of Andy?" Eliciting answers like from the students, he was stupid, and then the teacher will respond, "Why?" At this point, students may venture sentences like, "You must take a map. You must uh uh." bring water, first aid, and others. So let's go to the first one. He must take them up. Then establish the idea of disapproval of past actions because it has been done already, right? Tapos na yun. So it should be in past tense. The teacher models the sentence. It's not he must take a map. Instead, he should have taken a map. And then the teacher will repeat it two or three times, he should have taken a map. He should have taken a map. 
he should have taken a note. The students then repeat the sentence in unison as one and then individually. He should have taken a nap. And then, the teacher reminds the students of the concept of disapproval by asking, Did he take a nap? The answer will be no. Then the teacher will ask again, Was that a good idea? Students will respond, No. And then the teacher will reply, So? Then the students will respond, He should have taken a nap. And then, the teacher repeats this process using the example of traveling alone, eliciting, modeling, drilling, and concept checking the sentence. He shouldn't have traveled alone. He should have bring water. He should have bring um, first aid kit. Further, prompting elicits example sentences such as he should have taken water or bring water. He should have he shouldn't have left his car. So with that, the strategic point, the teacher recaps the sentences that have been generated using the words on the board as prompt. So far, nothing has been written on the board. So as you have noticed, students learned on how to use past tense in certain sentences because of a certain situation. Step four, the teacher then clears the board and then writes up the following table. He should have taken water, shouldn't have traveled alone. Then the teacher asks students working in pairs or by twos to add further sentences about the situation on the table. Individual students read sentences aloud from the table. So let's Step, the teacher then asks students to imagine the dialogue when the police finally find Andy. She writes the following exchange on the board. So here's the um, dialogue. Police, you should have taken a map. Andy, I know I should. I didn't say. So with that, students working in pairs continue writing the dialogue. So they are now generating dialogue along the same line, and then practice it aloud, taking it in turns to be the police officer and, and the, as you have noticed, it's really good, right, to have, or to use this um, method in teaching using situational context. So, the teacher should really know how to facilitate this, uh, using this method for the students to be able to generate examples. So, if your lesson is about um, tenses of verbs, about present tense, past tense, future tense, perfect tenses, uh, and then others, this is a perfect um, method to use. This is an appropriate method to use because they are not just only um, learning the concept, but they are already giving out examples and applying the concept in dialogue so there you have it so that is about um, grammar in situational context if you have questions feel free to message me that would be all thank you and have a great day